everyone, welcome along to BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Ricky. Thanks for joining us. It feels like it's been a little while since I've done one of these, um, BB. Thank you for holding the fort for the last couple of weeks. But uh, we're, uh, we're here, we're ready to go. It is the International Rally of Whangarei and uh, looking forward to another weekend of rallying. Mate, um, let's preview the events. Uh, first of all, let's just talk a little bit about the, the routes because uh, with COVID sort of hanging over us when we started the planning, uh, for a little while, it doesn't look like we're going to have the uh, the Friday night Poe Island Super Special, but thankfully COVID has played ball with us. We've got uh, we'll have spectators out uh, watching tomorrow night and um, and a full full spectating weekend. Just tell us a little bit about the route though, because there's only three stages that are the same from what we've become accustomed to over the last few years, right? Yeah, to start off with, Budgie, I'm actually amazed you haven't tanned up a bit more after those two weeks sitting on the beach. But um, yeah, quite a quite a different route. Not not massively different in the roads being used, but different configurations to what we've seen in the past. Poe Island will run in the reverse direction, which we haven't seen for certainly since I can remember. Um, yeah, we get into Helena Bay first up on, on Saturday morning in the reverse direction. So what's normally a, a big hill climb to start the stage now becomes a really tricky descent at the end of the stage. So that will sort, I don't know, can we say the men from the boys these days, but... Um, it'll certainly give everyone a chance to um, to put their best foot forward, shall we say, early on uh, in the weekend. Um, you know, Akarama, that's that's a, a road that we've seen quite a bit of. Change of direction and then a change of um, change of road at, at the junction. So what we would normally use as, as a spectator inroad to the main spectator junction is now uh, part of the stage. And I'm sure that um, Darren Galbraith will tell you it's not a bad bit of road up there too. So I'm sure they'll they'll love that. You know. Uh, the rest of the day one loop, that's as it was, um, Crow's Nest and Marlow. And then we turn things around again on Sunday. So everything is backwards um, with some different configurations in the likes of Ruarangi Road. So really, really interesting um, mix of stages. You know, still those traditional roads we love, but all of a sudden guys who have been coming here for seven, eight, ten years. Those notes aren't as relevant as they have been early on. Yeah, absolutely. And what about conditions too, mate? Because... Uh, for the most part, it has been the odd little sprinkle of rain this week, but for the most part, it's been fairly dry leading up for this time of year. Quite often, conditions are a lot damper, the, the ground's a lot more wet. Uh, what, what do we expect? Is dust going to be a bit of a factor, do you think, um, in any of these stages? Yeah, it'd be good to catch up with um, with those that have been out wrecking today, but it's, yeah, I mean, I saw some photos of one of the stages, that Akarama stage, underwater a month ago, the, the great floods that came through, but there's basically been no rain since. It's all reasonably open there. And, and so there might be the odd bit under the trees that's really wet and slippery. And But, hey, we could, by the same token, be playing in a lot of dust too. So it'll be really, really interesting to see how that plays out. I think conditions could have a big... Uh, not not a, an entirely deciding factor, but they'll certainly um, keep everyone on their toes. All right, let's um, let's just talk a, a wee bit about some the entrance because we are going to see some new cars, some new competitors that weren't at Otago that have joined the championship. Obviously, those that are that are based in the north that um, you know will, will only do sort of the northern or the North Island stages, uh, North Island uh, events. Excuse me. Um, just give us a little bit of a rundown on, on what we can expect to see across the next few days. Yeah, so I think um, probably one of the big storylines we're, we're waiting on a few new cars to come on stream. Uh, one of them, Jackson Clendon's. Rally 4, or you know, R2T in the old language, uh, Ford Fiesta. So that'll be very, very cool. I mean, Jackson, we, we've we seen 
glimpses of talent. Unfortunately, the car um, let him down last year and we didn't get to see what he could really do. Um, the little Toyota Vitz at, at um, Otago was just a bit of a butter knife at a gunfight. Um, unfortunately, you know, just, I mean, of all the rallies in the season where you could have a little 1300 car, that was uh, not not the one to have it, but, you know, the car wasn't here. So I uh, spoke with, with Peter Jackson's father late last week. The car's all complied. It's ready to go. It's up here. Um, you know, it's ready to go rallying. And I think that's, you know, could we see the end of the, the Dylan Thompson dominance of, of that NZRC two-wheel drive class? Um, that'll be a, a really, really interesting one. You know, we get into um, the open two-wheel drive class with McRae Sloper and Peter Farrell joining that class as well. So we've got the BMW coming in and the um, the Mazda Batmobile RX-7, which is a car Peter's had a lot of success with circuit racing in the USA. Now, coming and getting one dirty on the gravel. So I, I don't think we've seen many turbo ones of those floating around on gravel. So that'll be an interesting one. And McRae's very, very fast, you know, to take it. And uh, I think... Yeah, I think he'll certainly keep, you know, Dan Haynes, Dave Strong, those guys um honest. Um yeah, that open two wheel drive class could be quite the quite the battle, you know. If we get into, you know, the the, the NZRC two wheel drive guys, you go back to that. Um Dylan Thompson's right there, Bryn Jones is getting faster, you know, Jordan Grant fought with one arm tied behind his back with an engine problem at, at Otago. Um, you know, Lucas Ramsey, where he's done this rally before, so there's a bit more experience there. Um, JP Vandermeer is learning his car all the time. That that's a group of of competitors that's just going to get more and more competitive. Um, yeah, historics. I, I see that being a big three way battle. Um, Jonesy not so comfortable at Otago, um, but hey, he won this round last year, and John Silcock was right there. That was one of the epic battles of the season. Um, and Shane Merlin was a bit down on power here last year, so I think that 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 is going to be. Although that class is, is light on numbers, that, that could well be one of the highlights. All right. What about the, the pointy and cat one? Um, you know, a lot sort of coming out of Otago, we sort of talked about the balance of power and where things uh, might be heading to Whangarei and, and other rounds. Let's look specifically at Whangarei and how it sort of suits. Probably suits the R5s a little more uh, than than it did Otago. Um, the, the tighter, well, not tighter, but certainly more cambered roads up north um, will suit them a, a wee bit more, we expect. Ben Hunt's had a little bit more time in that seat. Is, is he the closest challenger, do we think, to to Hayden Padden, or do we think Robbie Stokes is going to be right there? And, and what about anyone else out of uh, sort of nipping on their toes? Yeah, how, how big a list do you want, you know? Um, yeah, as you say, Ben got to start as one of the favourites. And if you take out the time that Robbie lost um, at Otago, I think there's about two, three seconds in it between between uh, him and Ben. So obviously there's always going to be tales of woe here and woe there. But I think, you know, that's... Uh, Robbie at Whangarei last year was sensational. for uh, Obviously, unfortunately, short while it lasted, but, man, it was impressive. Um, hey, Matt Summerfield's always gone pretty well in Whangarei. Two of his NZRC round wins coming up north. Um, you know, OK, no Dylan Turner or, or Mike Young. Um but Emma Gilmore, Todd Borden, Ari Pettigrew, Rana Horan, Josh Marston's back. You know, we didn't see Josh at the opening round. Don't think he's going to be out of the fight. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that battle's going to be, you know, one that might give us a bit of an idea as we look ahead to the rest of the championship because this, of course, is, you know, we'll be a third of the way through our championship by the time we get to, to Sunday night. So, 
Um, yeah, you, you touched on on Ben and the development that he's done or the, the time, the seat time that he's probably had between now and Otago, or since Otago, uh, and that, that car should be more suited up there and perhaps his driving style a little more suited up there as well. Um, Robbie, without the dramas, what's he capable of doing? Josh Marston back, probably chomping at the bit. You know, if you think the rest of us were, were hungry to get to Otago, imagine what he's feeling like having to sit there and watch everyone else play. Matt Summerfield has got, um, runs on the board there, and, and we thought in the very limited sightings of him at Otago that the speed was there. Um, and Emma Gilmore, like you talked about men from the boys, what about uh, the ladies as well? I think Emma Gilmore is going to be right there knocking on the door based on, on her speed at Otago as well, right? Absolutely. I, Emma's, Emma's always a contender, and, and they seem to have found some reliability with that car. So if she can have a trouble for a run, you know, you, you always stick her name up the top of the board. One that really impressed me at Otago was Todd Borden, first time in the new R5 car as well. And when you look at it, you know, we sat down to try and do the seeding and, and trying to um, sort of separate um, Rana, Todd, Ari, um, Emma. You throw Josh in that mix um, and and Matt, you know, and it's, it's just like, where do you put anyone? So that, that's been a bit of a challenge for sure. But then there's, there was also the hard luck stories, the Jack Hawkswoods, the Phil Campbells, the Glen Inksters, because even he was, yeah, he was in the top 10 before he crashed out. Um, Matt Jensen with a bit of luck. He's a bit more, yeah, it was his first time in Otago. He's done Fomeray plenty of times. He's been quick up there. Um, yeah, I'm sure we're forgetting, forgetting what, others. What, what do we expect from Rana? Because I, I, I sort of see Rana as a little bit of a dark horse. We didn't mention his name before. He's We know he's right there. We, we know he's challenging for rally wins. Um He's got a new car coming, not going to be at Whangarei from what I understand. Is, is that right? No, but how kind no, of do we think he'll be? To, uh, his, his Polish is not that great, so he couldn't translate some of the <laughs> some of the paperwork. But um, I'm sure he'll be an expert in it by the time we get to um, Timaru, where we, we expect to see that car. It's 99% there. So, um, And, of course, Andy Martin's polo will be be there as well. So, you know, that's, that's pretty exciting moving forward to South Canterbury. What we can expect from Rana at, at Fongaro, well, I guess what we saw from Rana at Otago was a very conservative drive. He was down on confidence in Otago, not a lot of mileage there, especially in the R5 car. It, it's not a happy hunting ground for him. He played the sensible game, and it absolutely paid off for him on the podium. Last year at Whangarei, he was full-on attack, and it showed. He was right up there with Ben. Now, obviously, Ben's in the new car. It'll be... Yeah, this is going to be fascinating. You know, Rana right, right put, up there. Is a, I'm putting you on the spot. Before we finish up here, give me give me your rally winner and give me your dark horse. I'm going to really push the boat out here, Budgie. I think they're going to struggle to catch Hayden Patton if he has a clean run. But I'm going to throw Todd Borden in there as a dark horse. Now, that would be a story. It'll yeah. be a story. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, guys. Uh, we'll be yeah, Whangarei. Where's yours? Where's yours? Ooh, now I've got to go on the spot. Um, oh, look, I mean, it's just obviously it's too obvious to to, to say Hayden and yeah, you know, we've touched on this before. You feel horrible, sort of saying that you know, just to, to pick another name, just to um, make things exciting and, and interesting. I mean, if he finishes and doesn't have problems, I, I think it's clear that, that Hayden's Hayden's a step in front of everyone and, and the rest are trying to catch still. But um, I am going to say Emma Gilmore has the change of luck. And if anything was to happen to Hayden Patton, Emma Gilmore will be our champion this week. 
There we go. Well, I, th I think there'd be a lot of people happy to see that. There's no doubt about that. But, yeah, we haven't even touched on, on the Rally Challenge class either. Um, Sorry, we better touch on it before we go. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, you know, Jeff Ward, who's leading that series, not coming north. Of course, those guys, it's two of the first four rounds that they score. So not ruling himself out by any stretch. But for Dave Seavers, who was second, it's a chance, you know, to try and, and put a top result up, um, you know, hey, if... If they win two each, well, they're pretty well even going into those final two rounds at Rally NZ. But, you know, you bring in the likes of Warwick Redfern, um, Clint Cunningham back as well after that spectacular rollover we saw at the the um, Repco Battle of Jacks Ridge in 2020. Um, yes, there's a few new new players in the game in the two-wheel drive class two, you know, Toyota MR2 of um, Jeff Talkington, as well as a lot of our regular, um, regular contenders we don't see uh, John Hebrensel at this one. So again, yeah, both of the class winners in the Rally Challenge not coming north. So it'll be really interesting to see who picks up that mantle um, over this weekend. It's going to be a fascinating one. Yeah, it is. If you're in the uh, Whagarau region, the northern region, come out and have a look. Um, some of the best rally roads in the in the country. Uh, Poe Island, the super special uh, on top from the top of the bridge. Outstanding viewing and uh, always great chance to see the cars up close. Come and be part of it. We look forward to providing coverage on the live stream across the weekends and into stages and whatnot. Uh, but enjoy it and we'll wrap it all up this time next week.